0: Yes, I did.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the underrated podcast. Uh we're back at it again. And today we're gonna be doing another big swing episode. The big swing episodes are films that we deem that, you know, they swung for the fences. And they just didn't quite hit the mark. I guess the the thing, the five main criteria for these is they're hugely imaginative, massive special effects budget, impressive world building, um, pretty bonkers, and also they don't exist in a current film franchise. So, real quick, today we're going to be talking about Alita Battle Angel. And with me, it's the regulars as usual, Ariel Ortiz. Hello. And Derek McDuff. Hey and it's me alan so yeah pretty much real quick uh so yeah alita battle angel came out actually last year i could have sworn it came mm-hmm. out like further yeah. beyond
0: 2019
1: yeah it feels it's a lot a long longer I well, it's, 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 it's gonna, gonna be 2021
0: yeah it's,
1: when this drops probably yeah. so
2: we're recording in 2020 but it's a long yeah. it's been long. so we're still in the long year but okay
1: yeah but, you guys uh, yeah. are all
0: if you guys are listening to this, you're on the other side.
1: Hopefully, it, it panned out better for you guys, for yeah. all of us on the other
0: side. <laughs> what's, it, what's it like over there? What's it like in this new time, guys?
1: In the far I mean, we future, would, yeah,
0: in the post apocalypse which is appropriate, would for this be episode.
2: released after the new president? No, yes, mm, yes yeah, it, probably, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah.
0: Wait, no, wait, okay. what's the inauguration day 20th? Is it the, like 20th,
2: the 20th? No, it won't be. No, mm-hmm. Is it, it no. yeah, this gonna be the second week?
0: Yeah, because we're doing weekly episodes. So this will be, yeah, it'll be before it.
2: Sorry, off topic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's uh, Little Battle Angel. Came out far off year of 2019. Uh, It's based on a manga and OVA by Yukito Kishiro. Uh, Came out back in like the early 90s, I believe. I remember seeing the OVA in like the early 2000s. And it was directed by Robert Rodriguez, starring Rosa Salazar, and Christoph Waltz. So from what I've seen, it did fairly well on a $200 million budget. and made $405 million at the box office. Yeah, it's not a big, big. Like, it made its money back and some bonus, but I feel like...
0: Well, I want to get into that in a little bit, but continue. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, no, mainly I was just going to say, like, because I feel like you gotta nowadays you have to like triple it you have to make sure you make it like triple or reaches a billion like end game and stuff it's a really i think well i think well derek is
2: going to probably touch on more but this had a lot of like extensive marketing in some ways like like it had i'll i'll well just touch on a little bit yeah it had like an um installment kind of like an exhibition like in two locations i know for sure austin where you know um rodriguez is, is, um um company is based out of but yeah but it had like i know the marketing is a big was a big part of it Cost. Mm-hmm.
1: i remember seeing it everywhere i think i saw like posters at cons i saw it mm-hmm. everywhere. yeah it was I a big
2: con it. movie Uh huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so pretty much what it's about is um like I said it's based off the manga and OVA original video animation if nobody knows what that means. But I didn't. oh there, there you go. It's pretty <laughs> much like Japan would produce like uh like instead of doing a whole anime series, they would just kind of do like a um a cliff note kind of like bundle oh, no. oh, I'm sorry.
2: I was gonna say, is it like a motion comic or no?
1: No, it's like an anime. It's it's like oh, they okay. just um, they just kind of put it like it's like an adaptation
2: of oh, okay. of, of,
1: of the of like the manga. But they just kind of instead of making it a series, it's more like just a movie. It's kind of like what we have now. Like you know, the, the, we adapt all these comic book storylines, but instead of doing the main storyline, they just kind of make it into one two hour film kind of thing. Okay, and that's what they did with uh, Battle Angel Lita. Or same with Akira, but Akira was like actually theatrically released. Um, but yeah, it's like a cyberpunk enemy film, um, based like 500 years in the future. I think it's like 2563. Um, mm-hmm. Christoph Waltz plays Dr. Dyson Edo. He's like a cyber surgeon. He, you know, and, and this time frame, everybody's like a cyborg or they have like mechanical parts and stuff. It's like cyberpunk 2077, I guess, if to be current, mm-hmm. but. Um, he's very he, cyberpunk it's
0: oh, just yeah, the genre not like the game like it's very cyberpunk uh-huh.
1: mm-hmm. yeah but yeah like it, the, you know the um Christoph Waltz character Dr. Ito he's like kind of rummaging around all this junk there's this big kind of floating island in the sky where like pretty much people who have like are, you know are better off they're rich or they they're, they're just profiting they're the, everyone poor and broke kind of lives at the bottom
2: mm-hmm. and
1: Trash comes out of the island and he goes and he finds a cyborg pretty much with the brain still intact, still alive. And it's Alita, the titular character. And he goes, okay, cool. So let me go ahead and take care of her and rebuild her kind of, and he gives her parts and everything. And then that's kind of where the story goes from there. And she's trying to figure out who she was, what she was before. And later on you start finding out that she's like, um, like, a cyber a cybernetic organism part of this, like, super badass, like, female crew of, like, cyborgs who have, like, special body armor, whatever, the Panzerkunst, like, the Panzer mm-hmm. armor, and they're supposed to be, like, the elite fighters or whatever when... I think there was, like, a war before as well, right? Like, the fall mm-hmm. or something like that?
0: Yeah, yeah, they hint at, like, there being this big war, like, 300 years ago that kind of, like, caused the fall of civilization. It was between, like, Mars and you know, like Earth, and there's all this kind of interesting backstory that's there, kind of just like that you just see in bits and pieces. Like, there's a flashback to Alita fighting on the moon, and stuff like that. Um, but I'll get into more of that later.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wanted to give everybody like a real quick synopsis of the film, but mm-hmm. yeah, um, I want to know what you guys thought. Who wants to go first?
2: Uh, I'll start. Um, so I enjoyed it for the most part. I mean, it's definitely a Robert Rodriguez movie in its core of of just being kind of like a little bit of out of... Well, this one is a little bit more um, curbed of his like outlandishness and stuff like that. Um, Definitely for me, like Christoph Waltz's character was my favorite out of all of them. Um, I felt like Alita... I don't know if it was because of like her naivety, like at parts and stuff like that, but... There was a moment, especially with her relationship with um with Hugo, of she was kind of getting like uh uh she got no she there was one moment where she kind of got like that crazy girlfriend kind of vibe like you know the mm-hmm. meme of, like just the like meme where she, like she I takes out
0: the horse who's like here
2: yeah
0: yeah like yeah oh my like, god yeah especially with like, the big anime
2: hey guys eyes. yeah no yeah. she was basically like 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 crazy girlfriend like the meme of like you know the wide eyed like. Looking, head tilted, kind of crazy-looking girl. Um, So I didn't really much. I didn't really enjoy that part of the movie with her relationship with Hugo. I didn't really see the point of it, and um, I didn't really and like Hugo that much as a character. I think that they kind of like suddenly make him like have a conscience in a bit. Like you know, he's this guy that kind of seems like he's a good guy in the outside, but then like. On the ins- of that, the- then he's like doing these crooked stuff, and then like it kind of like, yeah, it was like kind of like in from his friend, like y- you know, like kind of a-, a whiplash of how he like changes his mind on in his opinion on this lifestyle and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely the action was really good, especially with the rollerball kind of um, um, battle kind of thing. Um, and this is definitely going. I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be a sequel to this movie. It left it very much open, especially mm-hmm. with the it spoiler. Was it was um, real trying, especially with the spoiler uh, reveal of Edward Norton's character as um, what's his name, as a uh, um, Nova and stuff um so yeah i think but i think it is going to get done because rodriguez gets to do these movies like he just has out we are heroes which just got released um a few days ago our time um (laughs) and i think it's going to i think he does those movies like spy kids and stuff like that too enable his funding for these kind of movies and like even even like um once upon a time in Mexico, which is a really good movie of his. Um yeah. mm-hmm. uh he kind of like funded that with like the spy kids money. So I wouldn't be surprised if out of We Are Heroes like that money will be funneled funneled into um him, you know, doing the second lead of battle angel. Um at least there being one more. I feel because let um, I me mean, be frank that I don't really like Robert Rodriguez as a person. I think he's okay as a director. Like, I mean, like when, it, like, I like What's um, My Time in Mexico. It's a pretty fun movie, but he does have some flops <laughs> of, and he's very, very, very cocky of a person. But um, other than that, like, I mean, yeah, it was an enjoyable movie. Yeah. Um, I definitely see that like the quality of especially with the special effects was there. I mean they did a lot of really good motion capture. Um I get like, you know, you get that kind of like anime feel from Alita, definitely. But yeah, I mean it's it's an enjoyable movie. And I I, for me I'm like I understand why it's a big swing.
0: Yeah, I, I really liked it as well. Um Yeah, so yeah, I really I actually liked it a lot. Um, I was uh, actually kind of surprised at how much I liked it because I remember when I saw, like, the trailers and everything for it, I kind of, like, thought, like, oh, yeah, and, like, it'll be, you know, like, another one of these kind of, like, big, ridiculous movies. And I'll it'll be fun, but, like, I, um, you know, I never, like, was... I never w- wanted to go see it. Like, I didn't really, like, know the source material at all. And, you know, I knew that it was, like like James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez um and oh yeah you know, James so, Cameron was in there too Yeah, he produced mix. it mm-hmm. and so both of those guys are guys that I um I'm pretty hot and cold on them when it comes yeah. to their movies mm-hmm. because That's I feel exactly. like both of them they they can make some really great stuff um but and they both are like pioneers when it comes to um technology and digital filmmaking and stuff like that Um, Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think that they can get lost in the weeds of that. Like a lot of like Robert Rodriguez's stuff from like the past 10, 20 years has just been like, Oh, I can make anything out in my backyard. So I'll just go and do that. Like and make it all digitally. And James Cameron, I feel like, you know, avatar is, doesn't really have that much heart. It's more of just kind of like a way to show off all the impressive filmmaking, but they also like, no, sometimes they will hit the nail on the head. Sometimes, they are at the forefront of technology and they do something that mm-hmm. is just like incredible and never seen before. Like I don't know, I'll give you an example when Robert Rega- Rodriguez made Sin City in 2005, you've oh, never yes. seen a movie that looked like that visually before. It was incredible. Okay. And it was like one of the very first like digital movies on, of that scale. And it's because like Robert Rodriguez was one of the guys that George Lucas like got all these big directors together and was like, guys, digital filmmaking is, is where it's going. And like, that's where I'm going to start making the, the rest of the Star Wars prequels in and say what you will about, you know, a lot of stuff with the Star Wars prequels, like them ushering digital technology and like that being pretty much everyone in Hollywood except for Christopher Nolan is making movies that way now. And, you know, Robert Rodriguez was kind of at the forefront of this and he was and the same thing with this movie where he's like all the effects in this. It's like where you have just like like a seamless character, like. I don't really know why they decided to make her with the big anime eyes when no one else in the movie does, but, like, it works, and it makes sense, and it's cool. Um, but aside from just, like, kind of, like, technical aspects, which are incredible, amazing, like, nothing looks like this movie. Like, even other, other big swings that have, like, these huge, big budgets. Like, this one is completely, I think, unique. It's, it's like, the upper echelon of these movies, visually speaking. It, it, I was really kind of compelled by Alita. I think she is just kind of this good-natured, Interesting character in a terrible world, and I kind of really liked like seeing just like her optimism just kind of continually showing through, and just her going through so much shit. um And to talk about, so the last movie we talked about, the first of the big swings was Valerian, and I talked a lot about in that about how it does feel like a real world, and this one feels like that too, but it's a lot less clunky in this one. In in that one, they just kind of like stop the movie or once a while they like tell you. All the things about the world. Whereas this one, it's like they're either kind of like the exposition is doled out either naturally or it'll be like stuff in the background. Like there's all that stuff about the war and the fall. And you find that out like as Alita kind of gets her memories back or that's kind of like alluded to. Like, you know, like there's like, oh, there's Mars up there. And like there's all these things mentioned. They don't just like stop and give you like a big exposition dump. It's all like you are learning things as she is. So you're in it with her. You're like, you're interested. You're like, oh, what can you tell me about this? What like she's connected to this? What's going on with this? You know?
2: Yeah, like I'm still not clear on. I mean, I'm still not clear on exactly what. Is Alita alien then? Or is she. She's,
0: she's like uh, a robot. No,
1: she's like a. Like the like cyborgs are like, like a, a yeah.
2: robot race though? Or is it like. like they they come from? By humans, no,
1: they're, they're like me. They're, yeah, it's like the Valkyries, I guess, in like Norse mythology. Like they're
2: okay, so she cybernetic
1: or, well, organism.
2: She is human, but at that higher level, that kind of like kind of, like, fought against the bad guys, essentially. Yeah,
0: yeah they're like mm-hmm. they're like the, the replicants in Blade Runner, almost. Like, that, I think that's oh, the okay. closest comparison. Um, yeah,
1: like, uh, I think I don't know if it was this, there was another cyberpunk OVA that came out around the same time called Armitage the Third, and it was kind of similar in that sense, where there, she was, like, a badass cyborg and, like, an elite, kind of, like, Valkyrie kind of thing, and but I remember I think both of them were very specific in that they're like they could have normal lives like they they have the the chemistry the body chemistry to to like have kids you know they can give birth and stuff like that so yes. I think like they're they're like androids I guess like cyborg androids kind of thing mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it, it all of that lends itself to, I think, that this does really feel like a real, lived-in world, and not just, like, something... Like, you can see, you're can you seeing the big picture, but you can see that like there's, like, you know, off, in the distance, there's other stuff going on that isn't directly being addressed. This is a very big world. It's not a small world. You're getting a little chunk of it, just through Alita's eyes, Alita's story, but there's all this other interesting big stuff going on in the fringes, and it doesn't yeah, feel... Yeah, like, we don't
2: we don't see much of of um, I don't want to say Valhalla. What what's the upper l- level like the the cloud
0: um, the island I sky forget. island? I but Elysium, like that... but I,
2: that's not right. <laughs> but essentially, we don't see um that as much. We just ca- kind of like catch maybe just glimpses of like just a few of the space and stuff like that. And like, yeah, you kind of see like how it's a little bit better, but for the most part, like for the most of the movie, we're in the, you know, the ground level of, of Mm -hmm. this place. Yes.
1: The, the ground city is iron city. And then the one at the top sky city is Zolom.
2: Oh, Zolom. Zolom. Yeah. That's right.
0: But Mm -hmm. you do also like the characters, because like you're just focusing on this small part did you feel really, really, like, real and gritty? And, like, they're very diverse, and, like, they all feel, like, interesting. Like, like, you're like, what is this guy's story? Like, Jeff Fahey, Faraday from Lost, is, like, a guy who, like, has all these dogs, and you're like, this guy is he has got, like, robot dogs and stuff, and, like, there's all these different interesting hunter-killers, and, like, there's all this shit going on, and, like, there's such an interesting cast of characters and just a world that is just exactly what I love about these kind of movies, and I, I really enjoyed it a lot more than i was even expecting um the one criticism i would have because i feel like a lot of the big swings kind of have like one thing about it is this movie is really being like yeah this is going to be the first of a series like it's really mm-hmm. like it doesn't tell its kind of own complete story it does feel like there are things there to set up future installments which i feel like is fine in you know um something like 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 um like you know captain america where it's like already part of an established thing but when this is the first one out of the bat it's like don't just give me jai courtney and edward norton and michelle rodriguez in these bit parts because you assume there's going to be a thing later and and then just end it on a big like kind of like cliffhanger and be like we're going to get another movie um because it's really up in the air right now honestly if this film is going to get a sequel. The main, and we were talking about the budget, and this is a thing with these big swings: is they have to make a shit ton of money to be profitable. Um, and I was reading a couple of articles about this movie specifically, and we t- touched on at the beginning, like how it, you know, it did make four hundred million dollars, which sounds like okay, yeah, there's no way it didn't make money. You look at its box office, uh, about two hundred million, um, but you basically a good rule of thumb is you kind of have to double the production value to um when you factor in like advertising and all that so this movie probably cost about 400 million that's what it made and a lot of like industry people are kind of like it probably had to make somewhere between 350 to 500 million to break even so it's weird because like people really don't even know if this movie was profitable like industries Mm -hmm. are like yeah maybe it was maybe it was a little bit maybe it lost a little bit it's hard to say, and that's why the sequel is so hazy. That's also why um, at the end of the year in 2020, it got a re-release, but that's also during COVID time, so who knows what the fuck happened with that. You know, like, that didn't make anything, because no movies that got re-released really made any money. So that didn't help clear anything up, because that's what the fans kind of petitioned for, and then they got it. Um, it was mm-hmm. also, like, the last movie to be released as, like, a standalone Fox movie before Walt Disney Studios took over. So oh, but the yeah, Fox
2: produced so
0: yeah so it's it's um, really up in the air because you know it is it these movies just they have such um a thing stat like they, it's, they really have to just make like 500 million dollars at the box office to get their money back they have to just ev- like these have to be like avatar movies where they make a shit ton of money another good example is like john carter that was a movie that like by traditional standards made a lot of money, but the film actually lost a bunch of money because it was like one of the most expensive movies ever made. And same with Alita, like it's a very expensive movie. These movies, you know, tend to not do very well unless they are something like, you know, um, you know, like part of a franchise, like the pirates of the Caribbean movies are all some of the most expensive movies ever made. Um, And those make their money back because they're the pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, You know, Avatar was kind of the one that like broke the mold that every about all these big super expensive movies are trying to imitate. Everybody thinks they can kind of make you know two billion dollars or whatever at the worldwide box office um because Avatar did, but that's you know that's lightning in a bottle. Um, Avatar, by the way, I don't consider a big swing because I don't think it's really that. It's not weird enough. It's not you know kind of doesn't have that fun factor that these kind of like craziness like this one well, does.
2: It's, it's- it's dancing with smurfs
0: exactly yeah it's pocahontas
1: it's it's, it's pocahontas, you know, yeah.
2: it also was incredibly
1: successful too like i mean this is kind of based on underrated stuff too so i wouldn't really call avatar underrated if anything yeah i would call it over 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 overrated over well.
2: yeah exactly so i learning. i
1: don't care i i saw it i thought it was okay i wasn't one of those who went and saw it in 3d and had a heart attack I didn't. In the or yeah whatever. i but, think
2: i saw it like maybe like for the first time, like yeah, when it was out on video, I don't think I saw it in theaters. I, you know, just definitely hearing, you know, the, the good things about it and stuff like that. And then, yeah, when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay. Like I don't, I, I don't even think that I was being biased or like it was overhyped for me. It was just like it was just like yeah, like an honest opinion of it. You know, it, and
0: it hasn't aged well, but it, it Avatar. Is I haven't not seen it for player. a long
2: time.
1: It's, I yeah. saw it maybe last year, like mm-hmm. for the, yeah. like I actually sat down and watched the whole thing through and the effects are still okay. Like they're pretty good. Obviously now we're way better 10 years later, mm-hmm. but I'm still kind of like, why wait 10 years for, to make sequels? Why is there well, like a They wanted three, to put four, it out in like 2014 put
0: it, and it just right keeps away. getting delayed and delayed and yeah. delayed. But yeah, just like that's my, my point But yeah, like Mm -hmm. I was like, it's just that like Avatar kind of like, like was the first step with these movies. Like it was kind of like, okay, we'll have like a big, it had the stuff like the world building and the like crazy special effects. um, But it didn't have the heart and the kind of like weirdness and that like a lot of these big swing movies bring to the table. This one kind of like just set it up and they're all kind of like taking pages from it. Um, but these ones are are a step beyond Avatar, and you know I think that because they don't have those the tropes that Avatar did, where it is a kind of just like basic familiar story, um, they may they might be not succeed as well with um, you know audiences. Um, another one I want to give an example of it's another movie that was a big, really expensive movie that you could almost kind of consider a big swing, but it's another case where it's like yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this where it is very just formulaic and also it ties on a lot of like nostalgia and stuff like that, whereas these movies don't, and that's Ready Player One, the the movie. So mm-hmm. I feel like that movie is another one where like, yeah, it seems on the surface like it's a big swing, but it's really not that like unique because it is just kind of like 80s just things just recycled. Um whether or not you like the film, I don't think that it qualifies for something like this. And I think that's why it made money, because it was familiar. These big swings are unfamiliar to this one would be you know to un- anyone outside of japan you know like this is it's based on an anime like i can't think of really any like films like that were based on animes that like had this much of a budget and su- succeeded like this mm-hmm. um but yeah goes,
2: that's... Well, ghost of the shell didn't succeed for yeah no a different reason but
1: no. <laughs> that, one, uh, that one i won't like was bad it was just like it it, it had a lot of room to be better, mm. but I remember when I saw it, I was like, I, I could, it, it has the potential to be a big swing, mm. but I, I think out of the two Ghost in the Show and Alita, Alita's is like way better, like the superior one, the most recent like big budget anime adaptations.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: no, but I, I really, you know, was happy when you, when I pitched you guys big swings and uh, Alan, this was your pick for your big swing. Uh, I was really excited to check it out um, because it's something that I was kind of like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. This is like, does seem like it would be right in that category. And it, it really did fit that. And this kind of like bombastic, insane, kind of like fun, heartfelt movie. And like, that's, that's the thing I keep going back to is these movies are filled with heart. And Alita, like literally is a character where she like, takes out her heart and's just like hey look here's my fucking heart like she's <laughs> such a, like a just like a noble kind soul and she's in this love- terrible world with like rollerblades and like her boyfriend I betrays know. her and and she's like is christoph christoph waltz a murderer i don't know and then she goes and kills this guy and she like finds out her dark past but she's still so wholesome and hopeful up till the bitter end she like fucking holds that sort up she's like you're never gonna She's like Captain America. She's like, you're not gonna change me. I'm still hopeful and awesome, and I I just love. I don't that. think she's
2: hopeful at the you end. You don't think she's hopeful? I, I think, think she's broken finally, yeah. and I'm happy with that. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I so that's the thing. I I personally have a problem with naivety. I don't like people that are over naive. When but I kind of gave her a pass. Like she's learning new things and stuff like that. She's basically a clean slate still in a weird way uh, yeah i i got the sense at the end like that she was pretty much broken like hardened like she i, I think she's her her
0: more world weary like she's more aware of the world but she hasn't lost that inner hope is what i took from it
2: i think i was i took it as a vengeful thing like she's ready to come at him like she's going to get him and i'm i'm like i would i'm like I, that's why like i wouldn't mind a sequel because like yeah. i would totally be down with her just just kicking the shit out of you know you know the person that nova that basically like destroyed both of her lives you know like she mm-hmm. he I, killed I would
0: love a sequel yeah. that'd be amazing yeah. i hope it happens because it's it's really like it could go either way now um, I, especially I with it, disney I, owning the rights to it
2: and so disney owns the rights
0: yeah, cause this yeah, yeah. this is a it was a 20th Century uh, Fox film. It was so a 20th it,
2: Century Fox. Okay, yeah, it was the because they 20th that Century
0: Fox film I to be released on its own.
2: Robert does Rob was is We Are Heroes is it a Netflix movie. I think. Yeah, I think it's a Netflix
0: film. Yeah. But, but yeah, he's yeah. he's actually came out like to I think to uh, when recording today he came out I was saying that he really want, wants to do a sequel and he kind of like has some excuses why it hasn't happened yet. It's like oh it's because Disney bought it. I'm like it's because. It's a fucking expense. It would cost hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars, but I mean, like I, I th- really, it's, so it's it could happen. Like it, it's really I think, up I in think the it, air.
2: I think Disney would probably be willing to like give the rights to him, like especially when it's not going to serve any purpose to them. I don't think that I. Yeah, I feel wary that Disney would ever like produce something like this. You never know, Disney. Well, they, they would release it
0: under the, under the under the banner of. Um, of uh, well, it's not called 20th Century, Fo- it's called 20th Century Studios now. They because they they would just not call it, a, they're not gonna say like Disney, Alita, Battle Angel, it would just come out, um, you know, under. Their- well, this was
2: on, I watched this on HBO Max, no, I watched this on Cinemark, Cinemax. Sorry, yeah. never mind. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think I think it might be on HBO Max as well because I, I, I rewatched it there. I don't
2: think so. I think I tried to find it, I couldn't find it on HBO Max, but um, it, be Hulu. Had- it might be Hulu.
0: But yeah, there's there's plenty of rated R quote unquote Disney movies that come out. They just that under made by Disney Studios. They don't just call them Disney. Mm-hmm. So they would this would be no, the same no, thing no. This. Yeah, it
2: would be it would be 20th Century definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't. I it's a possibility. Like you know, like I'm sure that that if the only thing that would worry me if Disney does decide to keep the rights, then that would mean that they wouldn't. Is well, that not yeah? They
0: gave up the rights. They'll still make it.
2: Oh okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's possible. I think it's possible, especially like if Rodriguez comes with them with the money, like which I think he's going to make with with we are heroes, just because like all of his kids movies make buco bucks with his movies. Um, buco bucks, you know, buco bucks. I don't know what he <laughs> said, but um, but yeah, no, I th- I think I think it's still a possibility of being a getting made and yeah, yeah like i, I think especially also with too, with Disney, like kind of coming out like with this past year kind of coming under criticism of like not having more of that kind of content i mean it's not even that kind of like a bad rated r movie it's just more violence than like anything like dirty or or you know like curse words or anything like that well
1: this one was pg-13 yeah the, the, it was actually oh, yeah. okay, yeah. okay.
0: But yeah, like Disney, okay. they, they yeah. like they're gonna still release movies under the tw- like you know they're still gonna release yeah. the yeah. aliens movies you know which are oh, yeah. made by Fox. I mean, and
2: like thankfully, like with their with their you know like um, branch of Hulu, you know, like they they are uh, well they allow those kind of like more not like you said not under like the Disney name but still part of them kind of like movies right. like this, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, but, I mean, it's also James Cameron's kind of, like, passion project. Because oh, yeah. For the James longest Cameron's
2: time. buddy-buddy with, with, yeah, with Disney. I mean, yeah, he will was... He'll, he'll whine and dine Disney. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, mean he's, he's going like... to
0: make them fucking four Avatar sequels or something. So. Yeah. And those yeah, are also he... Fox movies. That's, so, uh, there you go.
2: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, easily. Yeah. He's
1: just going to be like, oh, look, hey, what did I make? Oh, Titanic and Avatar? Mm. Okay, yeah. come on. I yeah, like he has been pushing it for like a long I remember since like the mid 2000s I think he th- there was like always like those like I feel like the 2000s had a lot of movies in development how and I remember Alita Battle Angel was on that for the longest yeah. time that one. Like there was a bunch of anime ones that were like, you know, Neon Genesis Evangelion, Dragon Ball, um Alita I, there was so many that they were like we want to make on the big screen. You know, Ghost in the mm-hmm. Shell. I think Ghost in the Shell and and Alita Battle Angel were the only two that like that actually came out. I mean, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Evolution came out, but that's fucking garbage. <laughs> th- that's my least favorite film of all. I fucking hate that movie. It's mm-hmm. absolute garbage. <laughs> Worst film of all time. But it's like that made yeah, of yeah,
2: like of like um. Upgrade, upgrade. Don't no go back for you. Oh, man. Oh, no, don't let it get made.
1: Yeah. I remember they had a teaser poster. 20th Century Fox ex- actually released a teaser poster in the 2000s for it. And I just had no idea what the poster was, but it just said DBZ. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm excited. And then the fucking garbage dumpster yeah. fire came out. And I was like, oh, my God. No, this is goddamn. Yeah, That's where and I kind of started losing faith in like anime adaptations made over here. But Alita kind of gave me a little more hope where I'm like, yeah. okay,
0: hope, hopefully, get to see it gets a sequel because it would be one like it would be pretty much the first of the big swing movies to get a sequel since they all tend to do pretty, you know, they, they can't make that insane amount of money they need to break even at the box office. So, if anything is going to get a sequel of this list, it's this movie,
2: yeah, yeah. I think it'll, I, I, th- I, it. I think it would. I think it would. And then like I mean like especially when I noticed when I realized like oh this got released just last year. Like I was like mm-hmm. it has time to like for a sequel to come. Like we or yeah, it hasn't been sitting on the just, shelf for years, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are technically like just 1 year away from it the first one being released. It could definitely come. I mean like look at the Incredibles like it was 10, 12 years After the first one that a sequel was coming came, I mean, yeah, and yeah, I think it'll come.
1: I hope it's not that long though, because I don't think it would.
2: I think it would probably be like maybe in the next three years. If -hmm. it's gonna happen, it'll probably happen then.
1: Hopefully, yeah, because like Avatar has the benefit of James Cameron and and it making like a billion dollars. But with like Alita, it's kind of like, well, maybe you know, because again, even though there was marketing up the ass all over the place. When I went to go see it in theaters, I think, like, when I got, you know, the the next week, you know, you're at the water cooler, and and you're just like, hey, like, anybody see Alita this weekend? And and everybody's like, I don't know what that was, so I just didn't bother. Like, that's one thing that kind of got me nervous, because, like, almost nobody I knew went to go see it. Like, everybody was like, I don't know, man, it's it's like some anime thing, and I'm like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, but uh, Robert Rodriguez is definitely a person of passion projects. And, um and uh so he is very much like will get his passion projects done like Mm -hmm. he's made all these movies all these shows that pretty much like he just wanted to make and that i do commend him for that um so that's the that's one of my main reasons why i'm like it'll probably get made because like robert rodriguez is yeah like it's his passion project and he will, he gets, he seems to have a, a way of getting his passion projects done. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, for sure. I, uh, I, yeah, I, I have faith that we, and the fan base is, is like for this movie is very strong. Like there's a lot, there was like, that's the reason it got its re release, uh, um, you know, at the end of 2020, it's because there was a lot, there was a very, very vocal passionate fans it's not like something like you know another big swing like something like mortal engines or something where it came out like nobody cared you know and it just disappeared into nothing it's like this movie i feel like does have staying power and it um you know and it did make enough of the box office to like them to look at it and be like you know what maybe we do give this one another film and you know with the power of james cameron and robert rodriguez behind it i do have faith in it and um would love to see where this story continues into.
1: I highly agree that that my only uh, gripe with it was, it was just exactly how you said, Derek, I remember watching in theaters and they had that whole, like the big cameo and, and they left and they kind of left it off on a cliffhanger. And I was like, Oh, you guys shouldn't have done that. But mm. maybe again, it's James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez. And yeah, if Robert they really Rodriguez need the help, they can ask the Quentin Tarantino to just, Fucking pull his dick out and be like, "Give us another so, one."
2: I don't think Robert Rodriguez has ever created anything that's hasn't inevitably ended up having like a sequel of some kind. Like even Dead, mm-hmm. uh, even *Dust Till Dawn* has a whole series. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, it yeah, ha- eventually it. had a whole series to it. But yeah, like *Spy Kids* has sequels. Um, the mari- Mariachi, you know, c- series with you know Mariachi *Desperado*. Machete kills.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Um, Sin City yeah. even got a sequel a million it, yeah, years Sin City later. That it was the it sequel that was incredibly disappointing.
1: Yeah. I completely forgot about it. I haven't. Right. I, I forgot about it. I haven't even seen it. Like I, I just kind of was like, I don't know, man. The first one was great.
0: Yeah. the Second but... one is just like this is fine, whatever. Yeah. You just watch it, you forget about it for the rest of your life. You're like, oh yeah, Lady Gaga was in that, huh? That was weird. Uh, that was cool, I guess. Hmm.
1: Yeah, no, man. Well, I'm glad you guys like dug it. You know, if, if you guys get a chance, if I don't even know if it'll ever show up, because we, we I rent we rented it at like a Hollywood video in fucking 2001 or something, and watched the OVA. And um, uh, but the one the one big it. thing I'll say, yeah, you can probably find it on YouTube or maybe it's somewhere on Crunchyroll or something. But definitely, the, one of the big things that I like, though is they they adapted it very well. Like I felt like i was watching the the ova live action like exactly like that all the characters look great um the one thing i'm really glad they didn't do which really disturbed 11 year old me because <laughs> that's when i was like barely getting into anim- anime like you know i was watching pokemon and Yu Gi Oh and dragon ball and then you know fred he shows he's like hey you let's watch this ova or whatever and i'm like okay, okay cool wait, it's wait, anime wait,
2: huh? let me before you say it let me guess is it a sex scene between her and Hugo, or is it no. killing? No, that, the
1: the killing
2: of what? Oh no, killing of Kobayashi. That, that not Kobayashi. The, the 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 John Earl Hurley. John
1: Jackie Hurley Haley. No. no. Yeah. No, it, the, the 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 LVA was very graphic. Like it was super gory, super bloody. Uh they do do it in the in the Alita movie, the the, the live action one, but it's off screen, which I was like, okay, if you really want they were just trying to drive it's a, the bar scene where like Alita kind of rolls up and she's like, I'm a hunter warrior now, and she's like kind of trying to be all badass and there's that They other kill bear. the
0: dog off the screen.
1: They kill the dog graphically it was oh, disturbing man. to say the least like it was just so like it was so sad so depressing and i was like and literally that that dude you know how he like had those like tentacle kind of things like cyber tentacles or whatever mm. like wraps around the dog and just you see this little dog explode into blood and guts oh. eyeballs everything on screen and 11 year old me immediately started crying like what the fuck? And when I heard this was PG 13, I was like, cool, we're not gonna see the dog die like that. <laughs> I was like, thank god. Because they were trying to drive the point that, like, this isn't a kid's movie, this is mm-hmm. intense, it's a cyberpunk future, people kill each other and all that. And I'm like, okay, cool, I get it, I get it. But they kept, you know, Alita's personality done really well, uh, Dr. Ito, every like all that stuff was they just did a really good job in uh, at adapting that which I was like this is dope man I like it like it. the the same thing the anime she's like very hopeful you know she's naive but she's like hey I, I when you guys say you, you felt like she was kind of like she broke and then Derek you said that she was like even more hopeful I feel like she was like a good balance of the both like she was like you know fuck this you know all these things all these things happened to me you kind of killed my Cyborg boyfriend, now mm. you know, he had a sec, he, he fell off or whatever. But I feel like she was still like, I have hope for the future, but I still want to fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, sure. definitely. If you guys can if you find it, read the manga uh, or watch the OVA, it, they're both great.
0: Yeah, and no, I'll, I'll to
1: check it out. <laughs> Any last
0: thoughts, guys?
2: Oh, check it, yeah, and give it a check out. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I recommend definitely.
0: Yeah, and if you're not a fan of anime, you know, like give this one a chance. You know, like I know a lot of people, they're like, Oh, like my parents are like, Oh, it's anime, like I don't, this isn't my thing. You yeah, know? You watch you it, just watch that,
2: it. You don't feel that much of the anime, uh, yeah. besides her eyes, like yeah. you don't feel that much of
0: an like, anime. If you don't know that it was based on an anime, you know, you would never be able to tell.
1: Alright, cool. Well, thanks a lot, guys. I'm glad you guys watched it. I'm glad you guys kinda dug it. Uh, I hope you guys out there listening give it a watch. I think it was did we say it was Hulu? Or
0: it's was it not like- it on not it's not on any it's not on any no, it's, it's on,
2: it's on Cinemark oh, okay. yeah, It's
0: it's not on like any Cinemark. of the like major streaming things. It's yeah. it's like yeah, on a couple well, you know, you know, the like the weird apps that nobody
2: has. I have little, yeah <laughs> all right for sure i just watched it well, yeah well, through yeah, my cable.
0: yeah exactly like i think on that's cable how i watched it stuff.
2: i think it was
1: like on spectrum or something on demand but definitely guys go check it out it's a great big swing film um and yeah definitely check out our other podcasts uh if you guys want to tune in ariel and derek if you guys want to throw it out there for everybody
2: I have my podcast is you've never seen with a question mark explanation mark, and I um, introduce people to movies that are considered um, part of pop culture or cinematic history, or even ones that I'm very surprised that no one's seen. Like you know, I I, I'll branch into that once in a while, Um, but yeah, it's um, I invite you know I've had an episode with Alan Derek, um, one with the bro. And yeah, it's it releases um on the first of every month. The next one is going to, or the one that just came out, um at the beginning of this month of January is Train Spotting with um Derek. So yeah. yeah, just look for um the Screaming Green Lady in Green, the Screaming Lady in Green, um where you find your podcasts. It's just audio yeah. right now. We'll, I'll probably release um the um video versions, but still no like actual video like we have here um probably in a couple of months just when I have a big bank of a good bank of it
0: and uh yeah also check out my other podcast that I do with um you know these guys are on it all the time called uh, gateway episodes where we um show a gateway episode of the tv show to somebody or to me to see if it's something worth getting into um also guys um if you want to you know hear more about like The big swings and stuff we've got two more episodes coming out um later this uh, month so the following two weeks of january uh we're also going to be doing two more big swings and then i also wrote a piece on medium called hollywood's big swings belong in their own category so just search Derek mcduff on medium and that'll come up and um talk about all this kind of like stuff a lot more in a different format um so go ahead and check that out if you're so inclined i'll drop a link in the description Cool.
1: Well, thank you so much you guys. Uh, Thank you guys for uh, listening out there. If you guys have any suggestions, I mean, I'm really enjoying this kind of little mini series we're doing with the, the big swings. If you guys have seen any films out there, please like drop it on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like let us know. Definitely want to hear from you guys all the time. Like anything like that. That's what we're always looking forward to is hearing from everybody. But yeah, hopefully you guys found this video, or found this podcast well, and I hope you guys have a good one. Take it easy.
0: See you in another life.
2: Thanks for being amazing.